0: Decentralized exchanges have reported in 2021 more than $1 trillion in trading volume. And this article goes, goes on to mention that's a 858% increase compared to 2020 decentralized exchange volume. There's a great chart here, and this is all kind of a fluff article trying to send over links to get people to read a very large 2022 outlook report. But, but this takeaway for me on this was just to see in terms of bar charts, how strong Uniswap continues to just dominate DEX volume. And the interesting thing, of course, is I don't believe that you can monitor volume on something like Secret Swap. I don't think you can go in and and see the amount of trades being conducted. I don't know. There's a blue bar in this chart that just says 14 other I don't know which DEXs those are because there are definitely more than 50 to 100 DEXs that, that probably aren't getting included in here. So it's just really interesting to see that Uniswap continues to just dominate these charts. I wonder how long that will continue given the strength of places like Osmosis starting to really take off. And then the secondary takeaway for me here is just the market opportunity for... These other DEXs like Secret Swap, Sienna Swap, Osmosis, there's a lot of room to eat the lunch of these bigger guys. So it makes me really bullish to, to look into more DEXs like Osmosis and everybody else. But Mike, what did you think?
1: I mean, yeah, exactly the same. Seeing Uniswap's percentage on that bar chart is um, a wild sight they've uh because i mean there's people are still using v2 and v3 is just taking over you know all of that extra lunch that you know they had left over but the other thing was that you know the dexes facilitated 115 billion last year in total and then peak volume this year in may was 162 billion just in may so i mean they're increasing and they're not just increasing they're you know major major numbers that are being put into this um and you brought up you know osmosis and secret swap and i mean i know osmosis is almost a unicorn if it's not already so i mean they've got some major trading volume going on and not a lot of people even really know about them yet so i'm excited to see where we can go from here
0: yeah exactly and i mean to continue with old guard of ethereum i mean that's so so much in fees versus on osmosis Mm -hmm. is i mean you can do your trades on osmosis for free so i struggle with this a bit but i think there's just so much in terms of pre-established mindshare on development and some of the early early DeFi lending and leverage protocols that launched on the ethereum network that have just become so ingrained so that's going to be hard to disrupt but i think it can happen and you know i continue to be bullish on on that stuff so Definitely. Cool. I know you got a, a interesting article here with a little bit of clickbait, but why don't you kind of intro yours?
1: A little bit of clickbait might be a uh, understatement, but uh the title is Bitcoin worth 15 quintillion is just another day in crypto. Um, and we'll get to why this headline is terribly misleading and we can take the over under on how many views they got strictly off the headline. But he starts with some pro points. Um, Two people actually wrote it, but either way, um, brought up that Morgan Stanley CEO declared that crypto is no fad, which I remember being news a few months ago. Brought up that, you know, the New York mayor elect will get paid in Bitcoin and just brought up the various uh, crypto naming deals that have happened throughout the last year, including, you know, $700 million contract for crypto.com for the Staples Center. Uh, FTX signed with MLB in June, and they just got the Miami Heats Arena for 19 years. But then, uh, you know, it gets to the cons of why Bitcoin is glitchy and just full of weirdness, as he says. Um, he brought up, you know, when Bitcoin falls more than 10% like it did in May. Uh, Coinbase and Binance both suffered outages, which is true. And I remember really pissing me off and a lot of other people because that's one of the things with crypto is we are not the traditional finance market. So if it's going down, it's got to go down in our opinion. I feel like that's the uh, general consensus. If you've ever used anything like FTX before, you know that they use price bands which means that if trades are like too far from their current levels, they kind of cool it off for a little bit, which I'm more for than completely shutting everything down. But, um, you know, then he brings up that, you know, Solana, as we've heard over the last couple of months, has encountered some software bugs um, along with another uh, coin on its Solana's chain, which I don't remember the name of right now, but It's basically just DOS attacks and then clogging up the system, which Solana is basically, you know, a super fast uh, Ethereum to put very, very general. Um, So that's been kind of, you know, annoying for a small percentage of the DeFi market that's only growing by the day. But my favorite quote from here is that the industry uses the Facebook model of move fast and break things. And there's no regulatory push to solve these problems. So it becomes more of an issue with competition. Um, I'm all for building in some infrastructure over time that helps steady the ships, but I'm totally against overregulation. Uh, as you and I spoke about before, Dylan, overregulation stifles and kind of strangles to death sometimes innovation. And if we're not innovating at a great pace right now, I don't think that we're going to be in a good place um, in terms of the United States versus in 10 or 15 years. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, totally. So I've. A lot of reactions to this but the first being the whole premise of the title and the core of this is on a flaw from coin market cap i don't know anyone who actually uses coin market cap anymore once binance bought that it became a joke i mean of course binance has an incentive to make these volume levels and the market caps look a certain way. Not saying that they do that, but it loses, it lost its independent voice. So CoinGecko is where I go. It's where most people go. And yeah, there was just a glitch with this website and everything was out of whack. And so if you had a training, like if you had a trading algorithm running on a coin market cap API and you lost some trades, I mean, That's, that happens that nobody's crying about that. So whereas if you had that in the stock market, yeah. Like people would, the snowflakes on wall street would be going insane, you know? So, um, this article, yeah, it's, (laughs) it's just focusing all on this bad stuff and, oh yeah, it's a nascent industry that is having growing pains more. This is just more of the same commentary, and it. this is coming straight from Bloomberg. So the people who are reading this are the same traditional finance suits that are just always craving another article that they can feed their cognitive bias against this industry. So they're giving the people what they want, their, their audience what they want with this this kind of material. But for us, it's just a reminder that you know, nobody's, nobody's watching out for us. I mean, this is a extremely libertarian free market ecosystem. So it's interesting, your comments on the the crash. I mean, the, the May 2021 crash, I mean, Binance and Coinbase, the, the criticism was that they went down because of the insane volatility. And the FTX price bands, I'm not familiar yeah. with that. So I'll have to look a little bit more into that. I haven't traded much there, but that's an interesting concept because, I mean, it does make sense. I mean, if if, if people can't log in to manage their positions to, to buy insane crashes, then you're going to see those, obviously, on the chart because nobody can step in and buy. buy. Like The market cannot functionally react
1: yeah so i'm pretty sure like i know that we both kind of messed around with ta but you know those bollinger bands i think it's similar to something like that where like, yeah. as long as it's within a standard deviation of you know the price you're good to go but as if it gets outside of that i've only i only messed around one or two times uh you know a year or two ago but i did read about that and that seemed like it would be a uh Maybe a smart implement? I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, and that's my my whole thing with that has been, I used to do this more, but I would put limit buy orders at certain insane, like, bottom fishing levels where I would move them down maybe every night in case there was, like, a 20% dip, a flash crash overnight. You know, I'd want to catch a wick for a little bit of a, a, a slice because those those flash crashes tend to be very brief, and if you had just been lucky enough to like catch it, I mean, do you remember that in 2017 when Ethereum went from like 100 to like dollars or something, like or like 30? So it's like yeah. all you had to do was have have a couple of limit buys on, right? So uh, I haven't done that in a while, but um, yeah, I mean that this article again is just so. Solely focused on a bunch of negative stuff, and hey, man, I mean, if it keeps, it's this stuff is going to keep people from coming into the space. But at the end of the day, those kind of traditional finance people aren't going to be convinced by a Bloomberg article to to start toying around with crypto. So it's it is I don't get too triggered
1: over this stuff anymore. But just. Oh man! See this. I was I, just one last thing. This like this literally pisses me off. Like if I wasn't in the crypto arena or anything else, and <laughs> I saw the headline fifteen quintillion, and I read the whole article and realized that it was due to uh, display only error on a single website when you can check a bunch of other websites, I would have been pissed. They wasted my time, but that's just me. I know people. Yeah,
0: because I know people who traditional finance, they're they're browsing Bloomberg, all the Wall Street Journal, all these different sites, and they see this article, they're definitely clicking it, like because they're not mm-hmm. following crypto, so they don't know what's going on. They're like, oh wait, what? What's going on? And then they click it, and they're like, oh yeah, duh, this is just another. So definitely clickbait, but hey, they they got it, they penetrated our show, um, and it's it's the slow news the past couple of days, so. You know, if we get a chance to dunk on Bloomberg, we'll take it. But um, I think we could take caller queue questions. Oscar, I'm going to bring you up. And if you have any thoughts, definitely feel free to
2: share. If not, hey, hi, guys. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Um, You too, sir. Thanks. (laughs) So I, I think the news, like, well it's good. It's good, actually. Like, as long as these main mainstream news talk something good about it, yeah, then, then that's good impact. But overall, like, I think the DEXs will be the future, especially when they kind of create the trading news in the so-called uh, swaps and uh Expand through each other networks. I mean, like secret networks doing with bridges. I mean, just it's just epic. I think, uh, and also like if people are gonna hear more about the secret bridges, then they will be understanding the value of it. I mean, when you want want to do a swap, like it's you can do it privately. I mean, there's so many other projects that are gonna use the decks and also for the launch pads that are. Going to be bringing the price mode and uh, that that will be such a huge impact i think in quarter one because we ha- we know some of our partners are working on that and yeah. i can't wait to see the the sienna launchpad
0: coming live soon and all the awesome projects that are going to be utilizing these new launchpads and the the ecosystem is really flourishing on the secret network no doubt about that i mean the that's what got me so interested in the, the first place was just secret bridges bridging in other assets getting it off of the uniswaps of the world where you're getting front ran by algorithms and everybody's just trying to snipe your position not to mention the fees so mm-hmm. and then osmosis too and to your point oscar the the ability to bridge into secret network is great but then if osmosis with the the IBC functionality that the cosmos tendermint allows for it's it's really changing everything so i'm super bullish on the whole space of of the cosmos ecosystem i think articles like this not the uh dex article but like bloomberg they're hard to understand what's going on in secret network and cosmos a little bit more so than just the the standard stuff that you see in the media so for anybody who just takes a couple hours in their week to actually toy around with it, the light bulb will go off. I I can promise that. So
1: what do you think, Mike? I mean, yeah, it did for me. I mean, I think that me and you just spent two hours on a zoom call and you were kind of helping me walk through it. And then I poked around for, you know, maybe a full day or two by myself. And I was, I was hooked. I mean, once that, once that light bulb goes off, it does not, you know, turn back off uh, ever since then. You know, I'm basically on there every day trying to learn projects. And, you know, like you said, you're very bullish. Um, and to that point, you know, I'm definitely pushing my chips towards, uh, you know, Secret Network, Osmosis, Atom, Cosmos, Ted, um, UST, everything, everything that uh, everything that has a great horizon for 2022. I'm very excited for.
0: 100 percent could not
1: agree more well hey we're up on time here
0: just wanted to thank everyone wish everyone a merry christmas happy holidays and (laughs) 20 got one more week left of the year and then 2022 starts so
1: we'll see you guys next definitely merry christmas y'all yeah
0: christmas